0: Parent Trapping.
1: Welcome back to Parent Trapping. This is episode four, and I'm your host,
0: Jessica. And I'm the other host. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here. I'm still here. Yes, so. you are. This is episode Quattro. Episode Episode number four. I did read, you know, as I was doing some podcast research, that most podcasts meet their demise by ten episodes. Mm. So we're only on number quattro, (laughs) number four, number four. But you know, we're gonna keep it going. We're gonna keep cranking them out.
1: Yeah, we're gonna keep cranking them out because we got a lot of stuff to say, and we like it.
0: Yeah, and 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 I think that we're realizing just how hard it really is you know, doing this. It's not Absolutely, easy. It's yeah. not easy.
1: No, it's not. I have a lot of respect for the professional podcasters out there and content creators because it's not just you just sit down and start creating. Right. It doesn't work that way.
0: So shout out to y'all for y'all creating all this content. You know, we trying to get in the game too, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> um, it's just like we said, it's not easy, but we just grinding it out. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Just got to grind it out.
1: Yeah, so hang in there with us. Today, we are going to talk to you about teenagers and credit cards. But first,
0: let's talk about what we've been, you know, what's been happening, what's been going on.
1: Oh, well, tomorrow, y'all, our baby is going to the prom.
0: And the baby means the baby the baby (laughs) of the crew, the five-year-old.
1: Yes, she is having, her school is putting on a pre-K prom for them, y'all. It's too much. So we went and got her dress last week. It was a hot pink dress, which hot is hot pink. Hot pink. Plenty of ruffles and sequins. And sparkles. Sparkles.
0: And all that shit that girl's like.
1: <laughs> and so tomorrow's the prom. I'm gonna go pick up her shoes today. They'll have sparkles on them as well. But she's very excited. As am I. I don't know about you though, babe. You you like whatever
0: no yeah I mean it's a it's a pre-k prom I'm not it's gonna be so cute though yeah I'm not I'm not um I'm not I mean I'm excited for her because she's excited but I'm like yeah it's a pre-k prom
1: I know you're thinking about the money we had to spend
0: yeah I gotta buy a dress and shoes and all this stuff or something that's gonna be like like 25 minutes I don't
1: know it'll be two hours okay oh is it two hours yeah it's two hours they have hors d'oeuvres and a whole menu it's gonna be great
0: Okay, they got some whole derbies. (laughs) (laughs) And they got some whole derbies.
1: (laughs) Good one. Okay, okay. (laughs) They got some
0: whole derbies in there. Okay.
1: (laughs) So that's about the extent of, you know, the exciting stuff that happened. uh, Well, I just want to talk about one thing. What's that? I want
0: to talk about one thing. And and we didn't even talk about this, but I just, you know, I want to bring up just a little piece of ourselves right quick into this. Just for one second. Um the Snowfall finale.
1: Oh! (laughs) I just want
0: to, like, one say No, because I know me and you talked about it and we were like, eh, it was whack. But, you know, I've been watching it since pretty much the beginning and I was trying to give it... So I went back and looked at it again and I kind of understand where they were going. So if anybody out there watched Snowfall, I don't want to get into it because this ain't a Snowfall podcast, but, you know, that's one of the things that, you know, we do in our spare time is we watch shows and stuff like that. So... Uh, we'll bring it up every now and then, but, yeah. you know, people are, like, kind of torn about the Snowfall finale, but... That was rough. So, but... Yes, it was, but then I, after I watched it the second time, I was like, eh, okay. I kind of get where they're going with it. They were trying to, like, show him, you know, you know, meet his demise, pretty much, and, nope. yeah, whatever, so... You know, I know that's something in the culture. People like talking about shows and stuff, and that's something that we may bring in every now and then because we have shows that we like to talk about.
1: And, yes, we do. And we're
0: not just like 100% parents. We do have lives outside yes, <laughs> of the- being parents. <laughs> <So>. <laughs>
1: and our lives include staying up extremely late so we can watch shows in peace.
0: Yeah, that's, that's part of it. That's part of it. So we, we have our little time at night when the kids are sleeping, and look at shows. So.
1: Yeah, so as we struggle as parents to get a little time for ourselves and stay up late to watch shows, we also, during the daytime, you know, work on other things. Of course, we're not sitting here watching TV. Mm-hmm. And a couple of our conversations over the past few months have been about giving our daughter a credit card. And why don't you tell us why that's beneficial right
0: so we so that's what the episode is about It's pretty much giving and it's pretty much about giving your teenager the ability to use your credit card or uh, pretty much making your teenager an authorized user on your credit card and pretty much what an authorized user is is that someone that can use the credit card just like you can like and they can build credit you um. Uh, when you apply for the authorized user card for that individual, you have to put in their social security number just like anybody else. But this is your child, so they're building their credit off of your credit. And I think that's an important thing for us as parents to do, is to try to to usher your children into adulthood kind of the right way, with a little bit of a step ahead of everybody else. And that's what an authorized user, I believe, can do for your child a person that can use your credit card as if it was you. Okay.
1: So the 10 major banks that I have in front of me off of the sources, uh, creditcards.com. So we have American express that authorizes minors at a minimum age of 13. Barclays also age 13. Discover is age 15 And U.S. Bank is age 16. Now, that's, what, like five of the Mm ten? However, there are five more that have no minimum age. And that's Bank of America, Capital One, Citibank, Chase, Synchrony, and Wells Fargo.
0: So pretty much what that means is that they can be like 10 days old when you can go in there and give them a credit card and they can be they can build credit from the age of like 10 days.
1: Oh, well, as soon as they have a social security, social yeah, well, security you know number. I mean, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, so you could easily start building
0: yeah, credit build within cre- the
1: first month. Mm-hmm.
0: But I think it's more beneficial for us, at least, you know, we're going to kind of talk about our situation and with us. We um, use American Express for this because American Express has the best, by far, the best tools, the best options um, that can be available for this. Now, if you decide that you no longer want to have your child as an authorized user on your card, is this something that you could take away? Is this something that, if you decide you no longer want them to be an authorized user, can you get rid of them? Yes. So Just as quick as you added them. As you add them, you can get rid of them. You can so get rid of
1: them. As the primary account holder, all you have to do is either contact the credit card issuer or go on the whatever app you use and remove them as an authorized user, and then they no longer have access.
0: You can actually add them as an authorized user and never give them a card. so mm. you don't even, So you never even have to worry about them. You know overspending or anything like that you can just put them on there and never give them the car
1: oh but
0: as the primary user you have to ensure that you pay your bills on time because if you don't guess what you're gonna screw up your child's credit as well at a young age and that can, and that's and that's a real thing
1: yeah that's hard to come back from speaking from experience
0: <laughs> right
1: <laughs> I'm just saying.
0: You know, you have to ensure that if you're going to do this, you have to have good habits yourself. So you got to work on yourself first. You know what I'm saying? You know, I I mean, I just think that's real. Mm -hmm. Because in parent chapter, we talk about real stuff, right? Talk about real stuff. You know, it's real. So Um, what are the pros and cons of doing this?
1: So the, like you said, the pros and cons, the pros, the glaring one is that it teaches financial responsibility before adulthood which is critical and it also establishes a credit profile earlier in life and you have car uh, the child has a card that they could that could be used in an emergency so those are the pros you know teaching the financial responsibility is is key that's very the overarching theme for the whole thing is the financial responsibility and how to Separate your wants from your needs and how to respect money right overall and have a healthy relationship with it.
0: Right. And and I think that, you know, when you're talking about teaching financial responsibility before adulthood, that's extremely important because children do not respect money, you know, off the rip anyway. They always think, Hey mom, can I get this from the store? Can I get that? You know. They do not respect money, you know. Anyway, so I've, I I kind of feel like as a parent you have to make them respect money, you know. I think with our daughter, um, because she's the one that's in the shoot for this right now, I, th- I think she has a good a good grasp on the way we are with this. But as you were talking about the pros, the mm-hmm. cons are pretty much um, it's not really cons. I think the cons kind of end with you as the individual, as the parent. Because as soon as you miss that payment, it's not only going on your credit, but it's going on that child's credit too. So if you're doing this, you gotta make sure that you are in a space that you could do that. You, you know what I'm saying? So um I think that's part of it. And you know, you gotta make sure that you have conversations with these children about what they can or can't spend on, especially if they're like True teenagers, it be you know what I'm saying out and about and they sixteen and mm-hmm. they doing stuff with their friends, you know it may not necessarily be beneficial to you if you're not teaching them um exactly what to do, you know what I'm saying, so you know speaking of that, we have a she turned thirteen in November, yeah, um, we got the card for her in November, we didn't give it to her until this week <laughs> <laughs> because you know. And she made sure her schoolwork was good and everything she had to do, and she yeah. got it. Mm-hmm. Then her mother was like, "Oh yeah, Ooh, so let's I don't take." Know
1: you said that. <laughs> Ooh, okay, I must be in the hot seat now.
0: No, no, not hot seat. But <laughs> you know, of all places, they decided to go to. And if there's any men listening out here, you'll know what I'm talking about. They decided to go to <clears throat> Target. <laughs> Target, that is like the women's playground for everything. So, please tell us how your experience with your 13-year-old daughter with her <laughs> brand new credit card at Target went.
1: It went pretty well, thank you very much. Wait,
0: not to cut you off. Let's just say you know, we we use American Express. And on American Express, you can set a $200 credit limit for your authorized users. So, we have a $200 a month credit limit set for our 13-year-old, right? But, but we only told her she can use a 100 because this is like her trial period Mm -hmm. so we can make sure that she knows how to how to um how to spend money right and not just going out there spending money at target (laughs) so how'd that go it went
1: well langston thank you very much we yeah so we went to target and she got her toiletries and things of that nature and it I mean, it went as well as you would expect for a 13-year-old. She ended up spending about $33 on toiletries and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. But also on her wants and needs, she had clothes. So I took her to Ross. And while we were in Ross, I know, right? Yeah,
0: I love Ross because, you know, it's cheap.
1: It is cheap. <laughs> But, uh, so yeah, so she was in there buying up some stuff, you know, she had a lot more stuff written down that she could actually afford. However, I went and, um, you know, I was talking to her about it. I was like, Hey, you can't get all this stuff. Yada, yada, yada. And we get up to the register and she had, I don't know, maybe like three pairs of pants, hoodie, something, something to that effect. It came up to like. She was basically two dollars over, right? Of course, it didn't decline it because she, because the minimum you can set it for is two hundred dollars.
0: But we told her a hundred. But
1: we told her a hundred. But what I did notice is like during the whole process, she wasn't even like really paying attention to the totals. Mm. So that's something else that I will work typical. on her with, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, typical for a child and a woman in that aspect mm. when we spend sometimes, but she. Uh, she did very well. She knows she went over, and you won't let her forget that. I won't. But the next time she goes, she won't have to spend as much because she won't need as much. Right. So, like, <clears throat> let me be clear. Like, when she bought her toiletries and things of that nature, that's all her hair products, her shampoo, her body wash, feminine products, things of that nature. So she got all of that stuff with her allowance, and then some clothes that she wanted, which took her over by $2. It,
0: two dollars,
1: <laughs> yeah, two dollars. But two dollars is two dollars. It's two dollars because, because those two dollars, like if you are, you know, if you, if she had a strict like hundred dollar
0: limit, the card would have been declined. If this was your card alone, and they said you had a hundred dollar limit, you wouldn't have got been able to get all of that. No, you she, would have she wouldn't have put it. something back. Yes. Not a hundred and two. Not a hundred right. dollars and a cent. A hundred dollars. uh Yeah. I, I, You know, so did you think that was a good experience for her? I did. You know, as a teenager, yeah.
1: I thought it was a good experience. At first, I was mad at myself for letting her go over, but I felt like there was a lesson in that somewhere. <laughs> I'm sure you would find it. I, you know, it was taught. So I do feel like it was a valuable experience. And as she gets older, she'll be a little bit more sharp, when it, you know, and have a little bit more respect for her money. And hopefully she won't just want to buy junk and just, you know, waste her money is the whole point. Just to have a healthy respect for money and where it comes from and what it can do for you and what it will and how it can work against you. If you don't treat it right.
0: We have to ensure that our children know the value of money, know what stuff costs, know that you can only spend so much on certain things because I don't think we touched on this, but we had her write down on a piece of paper before her wants and her needs, wants versus her needs. Whenever you go on in there going to the store, the first thing you go to buy is your needs because you don't want to buy a bunch of you know junk when you need something else, right? I just think it's important to teach your children the value of a dollar 100%. Absolutely, and uh. I think that was a good that was a good month for her. She she already spent up all her her allowance for a month in a day.
1: One day in in probably 30 minutes.
0: <coughs> in 30 minutes. I wanted her to see that all this shit that you want may not be what you need. Bars. By the way. Bars. Okay. okay. So yeah.
1: Yeah, it's the first month that we've done this. So We'll let you know how it goes in May. Right. And she does not keep the credit card. It doesn't stay with her all the time. Right. We, we hold it. But when she needs to go to the store, needs personal hygiene items or whatnot, then, you know, she'll have it, which means it's usually in my wallet. Right. Like you said, it's about responsibility. So right. you want them to be able to be responsible enough to identify what they need and go get it. Right. Essentially.
0: And if you don't teach your teach your children about money, something that makes the world go round. It does. You know, it really does. So it's important to teach your child about money and what it can do, how it can hurt you or you know, help you. And that's our intention with our children to do.
1: Yeah, I mean it really gives you a Like a head start in life, not necessarily with like a pot of money, but Mm -hmm. to understand money. I feel like maybe I came to that conclusion a little later. Mm -hmm. So we want to instill that in our our children very early so they don't have to encounter the same hiccups that we had as we were young Mm -hmm. adults while we were young adults.
0: Yeah, you know, because I remember one of the first credit cards I got was a Best Buy card. It Ooh. had $500 on it. Ballin'. Quick story. It had $500 on it. And what did I do? I went in, like, in one swoop. I was maybe, like, 20 years old. This is like, the early 2000s. And, uh, you know, you got to say <laughs> It was like the early 2000s. I was like, man, I got a Best Buy card. I'm about to go ball out at Best Buy. Yeah. And I mean, I got a bunch of bullshit. I can't even tell you what I bought. But I will tell you, that credit card, I only used it that one time.
1: Are you serious? No
0: bullshit. So you never I, used it again? I you never... probably
1: took forever to pay it off. No, bro. I
0: didn't. I just It just defaulted and it was on my credit. <laughs> no, I just I didn't pay it off. I was not taught about like credit when I was a kid. I wasn't taught Maybe. about it. like oh yeah i was like Shit, you give me five hundred dollars a dang on ball out at best buy and, and i'm like 20 man mm-hmm. please and i just let it go it stayed on my credit for seven years i didn't pay it i just like yeah dropped it just let it go but you know i didn't i'm really big on this stuff because you know when we bought a house yeah um in what 2008 2009 or whatever And, you know, you know, we got the house, but I had that Best Buy card. (laughs) It
1: came (laughs) back. It It, it came
0: back to get me. (laughs) It's like, remember me? Hey, remember me? You trying to buy this house like, you know, six years. That's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway.
1: So I want to get my child a credit card. Right. I want to make my child an authorized user. Will that hurt my credit score?
0: No, it will not hurt your credit score. The only thing that will hurt your credit score is you. (laughs) I know that's right. Is you. Mm -hmm. If you don't make the payment, then you hurt your credit score. But the child is going to benefit from your good deeds. And and you're teaching them how to be smart with money. Because in in this day and age, they're going to take your money from you if you let them.
1: Mm -hmm. They're always advertising.
0: Hundo. Hundo. 100%.
1: (laughs) Exactly. Okay, so it will not hurt my credit score. It will not it will hurt the child's credit score if I don't pay the bill. It right. ends up hurting both of us so so I do decide to add them, and I have great payment history, and I'm very responsible mm-hmm. then it it benefits both of us, correct?
0: Yes, it benefits everybody. everybody wins in this situation. You know, there's no losers in this, but like I said. You as the parent have to ensure that you pay your bills.
1: Mm-hmm. Pay it.
0: Pay them, and be smart. That's all you know. It's parent trapping. Exactly. It's parent trapping, baby. <laughs> that's that's what we do around here. We we try to ensure that we do the best for our children. Absolutely. That's the that's the we trying to set them up for success. The way that we were not in life. Yep. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. I know, exactly. Stay tuned.
0: I mean, is that episode four? I mean, are we done?
1: Yeah, I, I guess so. so. I feel like I we gave so. gave the people the information. We that We gave needed.
0: them the info. So what's the moral of the story?
1: The moral of the story is consider setting your children up with a healthy financial future by adding them as a... As an authorized user on your credit cards, it just starts them off in life with a healthy credit portfolio. And we know you love your kids, so if you can do that for them, yep. The bottom line is you don't even have to give them the card; they don't even have to know it exists. But the payoff when they're eighteen and they have a healthy credit portfolio because you just kept it open and you clear. paid it and cleared it, or paid paid and clear. You know, that's that's a wonderful gift to give to your children as they start off as young adults in the world.
0: Yeah, no, y'all just go, y'all go to parenttrapping.com and then y'all can follow. Just everything you know is at parenttrapping.com. Yes. You, can, you can listen to our podcast, you can subscribe, you can go on to every platform we're on. We're on what? Let's count them. We're on Apple. Uh, we're on Spotify. Bam. We're on Amazon Music. Ooh, we're on Google uh, Play. Google. Podcast. Um I think that's it. I think that's it. But I think yeah. that's it. We still trying to get that parent trapping out there. So y'all go there, like, subscribe everywhere you get your podcast fixes at. And that's it, right? That's
1: it. We'll see y'all on episode five.
0: Not gonna tell you today. That's why you gotta go like, subscribe, follow, all that. All that. And we out. We out.